Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to the latest Football Digest podcast available on all podcast platforms. Subscribe now through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from so you don't miss a single episode. Welcome to another special episode of the Football Digest podcast. On this episode, the Daily Mirror's chief football writer, John Cross, speaks to Johan Cruyff's daughter, Cecilia, as she prepares to open the 300th Cruyff Court in Brazil this month. Cecilia talks about her father's career, including the famous Cruyff turns, among a number of topics covered in a wide-ranging interview. It's all here on this special episode of Football Digest. I was just going to kick off by asking you, really, just about, I, I, and listen, I was lucky enough to hear a, a, a bit about the background and, and the story behind the legacy and the idea originally when when you're in Cardiff. But really, I'd love you to tell that sort of kind of story again, really. I think, you know, I think the old man was, um, you know, inspired by basically sort of kind of what he saw some kids playing in the street, didn't he? Sort of kind of was one of the reasons, um, you know, he felt so passionate. I think about about helping helping kids and providing facilities. Yeah, he he's he had always been since he was really young helping helping out where it was necessary. But it was in the time we lived in Washington yeah. uh, that uh, as a family it was a really nice uh, street neighborhood. We used to always like play on the street. It was uh, very nice. And one of the kids, one of the families, had a kid. Uh, called John John, who had a Down syndrome, and uh, somehow um, my dad always got drawn to like the more the the kids or people who are a bit more in need, and he used to see the the boy uh, a bit always on his own because the kids were we can be a bit cruel, and he he didn't play soccer very well, so we didn't. I was soccer there. That's football uh, and it felt a bit sorry for him it's like yeah we do not good players so you, uh, we don't want you on our team you know <laughs> and my dad started um playing him with him and spending time with him and showing him little tricks and just uh with nothing in mind just just uh being with the little guy and they they got such a special bond it was unbelievable for everything I even remember he was really afraid of water and swimming. And and after a couple of months with my dad, he saw my dad in the swimming pool and he jumped, just jumped right in, in my father's arms. And his family was like, wow, we never got to get him in the water. And uh, at one of the times my dad came back from a trip uh, with, uh, with his team, he thought I was playing with us on the street playing football. And uh, he was the little guy. He was so happy, and um, he actually uh, saw how how easy it was, and how little work it was, and how much difference it could make to uh, a little child that had some sort of handicap. Uh, it doesn't really matter uh, if it was physical or mental or whatever. And also in that time, he got um, 
he got uh, asked to go to the Special Olympics, I think it was. Okay. And that was a really eye-opener. I think it was with Eunice Kennedy. Is that possible? She started it. And he he spent time there, and he came back like in awe, saying, wow. Uh, his whole way of thinking changed there. It was like, it wasn't about winning or losing or doing the right thing. It was about uh, having fun and seeing how how sport could uh, enhance their lives, make them happy, mm. um, make them better, not only physically, but also mentally. Yeah. And and that's why I think that's when he thought the idea was starting to round his head of one day I'm going to do a, um, my own foundation and do a lot to help uh, kids with handicaps. And uh, the foundation started off with that, and uh, it's it evolved. It started getting bigger. I think we started more than 25 years ago, and it, it evolved. And now we help. Um, we do a lot of. Uh, we adapt the sports for handicapped people, but we also help a lot of children in vulnerable positions, like mm-hmm. um, in very poor areas where uh, they don't have anything and. Uh, my dad also, the, the whole idea about the craft court started because my, side, my dad said uh, we could play on the street when we were young. Yeah. And nowadays uh, you can't because of the traffic, because of, well, uh, the conditions nowadays have changed a lot. So he's like, we have to create uh, safe spaces for the kids to come together and play for it to be public and free because otherwise many people can't play, pay for a club to go and play somewhere. So it's like, we have to create spaces for these kids to be safe yeah. and public and free. And um, he wanted uh, kids, uh, especially that's a big problem now off their phones and iPads mm. and everything uh, to just be on the street uh and uh, get together in the weekends like we used to do when we were young at our age like found your friends you always knew where to find them on the street it wasn't like today uh, everything via social media and everything <laughs> so actually it, it, it all comes together um, nicely in a, in, in a very simple way in the way that my dad's greatest ideas are always like the most simple ones that you think how come nobody has ever thought of doing something like this before. It's so simple. And um, after a couple of years of doing the craft courts, um, Mm -hmm. we thought, well, it's not really enough to just put a court there. Now the most important thing, the the biggest life changer is really the community program that is behind it that makes the craft courts uh, really work and um, change the dynamics of the whole area where they're in. We're trying to do like... The whole area get involved, like the shops of people, the kids. We coach, uh, we get some uh, kids from the area that are a little bit older, um, give them uh, a course, a coaching course, mm. uh, like in my dad's way of thinking. And then we give them uh, the responsibility of the craft court and, uh, I don't know, give trainings, organize events, organize uh, games. And then uh, we have like 300 Greifkorts, Pele's Greifkorts, number 300 in the whole world. And then we do like 
territorial, national, and European games. And we also aim, but we need uh, sponsors to do that because it's a lot of money, but we'd love to do like a World Cup also of the six versus six that we do on the craft courts. And yeah. it's always, since the beginning, there were girls' teams and boys' teams. Right. So um, now, finally, at least here in Spain, uh, the female football is uh, starting to be more important, like it is in America. But uh, it's something we've been working on, like since the beginning, you know, to yeah. uh, also in a lot of countries in South America, uh, where there's a lot of difference, social differences between boys and girls, you know, to try to, um, I don't level it out. And uh, yeah. so it's very big work. Uh, it's very, for me, important work. It was really, really important to my dad. Yeah. So uh, after he died, uh, it's it's like my special, it's his legacy, but it's especially... Yeah. Very special for me uh, to keep this going uh, another, I don't know how many years and help as many kids as possible. We, uh, keep growing, keep helping more people and making a difference. Yeah. Did it, did it take on extra significance to you after he after his passed? Did he feel a greater responsibility almost? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's personally it's it's the my way of feeling close to my dad i'm the, the type of person that thinks he can see everything and know everything and uh, i want him to be proud of uh, what he started and especially proud that now that he's not there it's gonna it's not stopping so yeah. we uh fighting for this and making his dream come true even if it's not there but i know he he he's really proud of it and he can see everything Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One thing that really occurred to me was the similarities between the courts and then also the, um, I'm sure you've seen about sort of the cage football, you know, that has been such a thing, you know, I mean, we, we talk a lot about it in England and South London and, um, you know, and that's the way it develops skills and special players and skilled players. It, it can have such a positive impact, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you, that had this amazing technical ability, didn't he? And that, that clearly, it, it mirrors, you know, the, the opportunities for, um, for young players and young people, you know, what, 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 what can be done in, on the courts. Yeah, it's uh, he had a he was very adamant uh, about uh, the size. Even though 
depending on the project, we have to adapt the sizes. That's mm. true. Um, there are also a, a small percentage of special craft courts that are near schools for handicapped children. Then the turf is different and we adapted to them. But he was really uh, very specific on the size, on the it being six against six, and on there not being sidelines. So uh, he also, if you notice, in every craft court, he has his four, 14 rules. Uh, about uh, respect and being yourself is he always he always um, uh, compared uh, football with society with life. Mm-hmm. It was like the same rules apply in sport. They're going to help you in life also. It's a be yourself, uh, try new things, uh, be um, um, Involve everyone, be a team, and nobody's different. Doesn't matter what color, what background they're from. Um, the differences make you stronger, you know, like in a football, you need uh, the goalkeeper, but you also need the midfielder, but you also need uh, someone that makes the goals. And and he's like, society has to be that. It's like, it's good that we're all different and we all have our different strengths and make a, a unite everyone to make a stronger whole. And he thought the same about society. And then uh, also, uh, he says it's really important there's no out in this game. He he liked to use the side fences, like to give your uh, an auto pass to yourself or, you know, uh, sparkle your imagination and try different things. And um, there are not many rules in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it obviously enhances uh, your imagination, your skills. Uh, it's, it has to be very quick, uh, very dynamic in small spaces. So um, even though he's not only concentrated on the football itself, trying to um, teach football players, it's basically for any sport. He was he liked any sport, but he says that the skills, like just like uh, when he said, when I played on uh, on the street, uh, we had two rocks as a goal as the goal. Or, or or two bags, and you didn't fall down because that hurt. You know, you had to be uh, quick in your mind. You had to be smart. You had to foresee when someone was going to tackle you so you don't fall on the ground and open your knee. And he thought that was, that was the best basis to learn uh, everything. And that's why I think this craft court, um, this Pelé craft court, is so special because actually... Um, they're a bit from the same time. They have the same background. They're very, uh, they come from very simple backgrounds without a lot of money. Uh, they started playing on the streets also. They're self-made uh, footballers, really. Mm. And um, he always uh, felt a special connection with him. Uh, mm. So I don't know if it's luck or casualty, but that is, this is the 300 craft court in Brazil and uh, Pelé's not there uh, but his daughter will be Flavia. Uh, my dad's not there but I will be. It's it's. I don't know it's 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 different and it's special because it's like uh, there are legends but uh, their names and their um, w- what they meant to people they live on with this craft court. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be a special experience, a bit different than all the other craft courts, even though they are, they're all special in their own ways, but this one is is a bit more 
special. So I'm really happy to fly there and be there uh, at the opening. Absolutely. It'd be wonderful. What, what is this course called? particularly aimed at is, is you know is it more is it just for the community or, or is it near a sort of you know um is, is it aimed for all is it near a sort of kind of a um you know disabled facility or anything like that or is it was it just open to the whole community this is um an area uh, i'm not really it's called uh, villa gilda or something like that it's in a little place near santos and it's one of the most vulnerable and poor areas in the world. It's like they have nothing. Um, I saw when the videos from the construction, if you look around, it's like really, really poor. There's a lot of uh, criminality. There's hardly any education. It's a very rough area where there's nothing. And um, when we don't uh, concentrate on um, it being for disabled kids, uh, we go for this sort of areas where there is really nothing. And uh, Santos is a, an area which is all, already very special for football in Brazil. I mean, football is, uh, they love it. And I, we think it's a very good pool uh, to bring the community together. To It's obviously, it's for them, it's free use. It's We just put it there. There's um, an association there. That uh, that helps. We always look for associations locally that help uh, um, um, the the community program behind it, so that it works uh, to implement it and uh, to involve other people around. And uh, we think it's going to be a very big success, and it could be a, a life changer for these kids. Something mm-hmm. positive, something they forget, something instead of getting into drugs, maybe they feel like playing outside and doing something positive and uh, time will tell, but usually uh, when we put uh, these pitches on in this, these sort of areas, they have a lot of impact. It must be such a thrill because I mean, you know, I went to the one in Cardiff, for example, and you, uh, you know, sort of a, um, a, a, a national hero there. You know, it must. I'm sure you have the sort of kind of same. You know, even quite apart from from the one you opened this weekend, it must be such a thrill that the today's stars, today's generation, have so much respect for you know Johan, for for Pelé, for. You know, for that particular generation, how much they still inspire? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, I have to admit, when my dad died, I thought we were going to struggle a lot with uh, the foundation because it was it's always a struggle to uh, find money to be able to do inject directly into projects because that's how we work. Uh, we try to keep our costs low and our uh, our fixed costs low with the people working with us so that we find projects and we like how they work and then we put the money directly uh, to the projects and to the kids. And um, yeah, I was uh, a bit uh, afraid that it was going to go downhill really fast. But I have to say uh, I'm shocked and uh, proud and touched by so many well-known uh, sports people and players, and especially players my dad worked with that said, 
Now your dad not here. He did so much for us. Whatever you need for the foundation, give us a call. We'll be there. And not only just saying that, but doing it. Always. They never, never, ever. Uh, we never had a no in response. They've always been. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They've always been there for us. And nothing's been too much. So um, that makes me really proud of my dad also. Uh, I don't see him as a famous person. He's like my dad. But that shows how much people, uh, how, how much he really meant to people uh, and their careers. And uh, I think that's, it's incredible, really. And a lot of them, a lot yeah. of them. We have some are ambassadors, others are in, in our foundation. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called in English, uh, like inside, uh, working with us from the inside, uh, with contacts, helping us. Some of them send money every year. Others uh, find sponsors. Others uh, are there, like with the openings, so they're always there. Uh, I've never asked anything in return. So, yeah, that's definitely very special. We, we couldn't do it without them, I think. I think we saw how, how much it moved Pep, for example. You know, Yeah, Pep is one of these people that are... Uh, for me, uh, I'm forever grateful. Uh, and since day one, he's always, always been available. Whatever we've asked of him. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, incredible, really. Yeah, no, sure, sure. And what will, what will the um, court in Brazil, the 300th, it's a landmark. It's obviously of great significance because of the, the two of them together. And that almost feels like a, you know, a partnership between the Iron and Pearl what, what will that mean as a sort of a point in time and as a sort of something that's of so significant, um, as significant as a landmark, uh, that 300? You know, it must be, it must make you very honored and very proud. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's the fourth court we do in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that if we're doing the fourth court, it's, it's that the others are, are doing a good job as well. And, uh, well, Santos is a, a special football place also, no? I think Pelé uh, grew up there and played there. And uh, I can't name a lot of them from back then, but Pelé is obviously, I mean, who doesn't know him? It's, uh, yeah, we, we always do it together with players. We always try to find um, like a local legend that can inspire the people from there, thinking if he grew up where I grew up and he, got so far it's not a hopeless business for me either if i work hard and i do my best it's um yeah it's it's a special way of uh giving a bit of an extra um uh how can i say it an extra um something for the for the people to look up to and think not hope is not all hope is gone you know especially yeah. these poor areas and uh, it, it is special for these people to have their legend there on their field. And, and it's really special for us, too, because my dad, I mean, everything we do, it, it, looks, it looks like it's on purpose, and maybe it is, but it all comes down to working together. Yeah. It all comes down to uh, forming alliances. Uh, this is an alliance between my dad's foundation, Pelé's foundation, or Pelé's name and their legacy. But it's also an alliance, for example, uh, the way for foundation pays for this, for this uh, specific craft court. 
Uh, then there's an, um, uh, what's it called? The IPB. It's a Brazilian institute, uh, which is also a nonprofit, uh, which help us uh, build this and do the whole, um, I think they did all the four course, course with us. They do the whole community program. Um, it's it's actually what my dad wanted to do together. It's not only us doing this. We 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 form alliances with different uh, foundations and organizations, and uh, the money from the UEFA Foundation, which is also very important. And we try to do this together for for the kids. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm really answering your question, but um... <laughs> no, 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 sure, no. It's it, you know it, it's interesting to hear. And and and. Did you, did you have a sort of kind of a, 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 a you know a link with a lot of these you know a lot of the players? Do you have sort of kind of childhood memories from from those players that you, you, your dad was playing with? You know, sort of you know, and great memories. You you must have a lot of memories from from those sort of playing days and the childhood days that you know makes makes it very special when you think about then you know the families and then what Saturday for for example means in significance terms. Yes, definitely. I mean, uh, for Pelé, I was too small. I can't, uh, apart from some pictures I've seen of my dad with him, I, I, I can't remember. But as I got a bit older, I mean, from like 10 years old or something that you can really remember. Uh, yeah, a lot of players used to come to, to our house and we used to like play soccer in the or football in the back garden. And uh, yeah, it's just that. Maybe it wasn't so strange for me. I was we were used to having this, and but what and as what I remember most is especially from the time my dad was a coach because I was older, and a lot of his players uh, that you he used to be um, when he was a coach, like his own players from the team used to come by a lot, and afterwards, uh, not even from his own team, also sometimes from like other very famous players from other teams that nobody would expect to come to our house because they're maybe they're our biggest rivals, you know, <laughs> but in the football world, uh, if, if they'd see each other in a restaurant or wherever, they were just football players. They were just uh, workmates. So yeah, uh, it's more of a fan thing, you know, that they wouldn't yeah. understand that something, someone from Royal Madrid would come have dinner at our house, <laughs> no, sure. but it would happen often. And uh, especially what he liked a lot when he stopped uh, being a manager, um, a lot of other players that became managers, when they had doubts or wanted to talk about football and and know, uh, ask advice maybe, or know about my dad's experience, that come often. And he'd love that. He'd love that. He'd love to speak to them and advise them and say, I used to do this. Remember that? We all thought I was crazy. But now think about it from my side. They're like, oh, yeah, shit. Now, now we understand sometimes uh, your role. You have to be the bad guy, you know. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, and my dad loved that. He always loved football. So he always liked uh, helping and advising and talk about football, especially with people that really know about football. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. It must. Uh, what I find amazing is it must be so mind-blowing that basically, you know, part of football the anguish part of football culture is the wife's turn, you know, it's just so you don't, you, you know, you don't think about what's behind it. You just know that move, don't you? You know, and it's, yeah. just, part of, it's just wonderful. I think that, that basically that's that piece of skill, you know, is still, it's trademark, 
It's lovely. But it's funny because like young people still like tell me, oh, I've seen so many videos of your dad on. That's a good thing maybe about uh, today. You can see everything online and YouTube and so many young people still know my dad. Uh, it surprises me because usually you think, yeah, well, there's new stars every generation. So and maybe they know the name or maybe they know the name because of the foundation or or institute or other stuff. But I know they're they're still like watching videos and these really old. Uh, there are a lot of videos about my dad when he used to play football with the really grainy images and but people still yeah young people still know my dad or maybe it's the parents i don't know that tell about uh what really like football i i don't know but it amazes me still mm, yeah, i mean he hasn't played football for like i don't know 30 years or or more <laughs> i think yeah, he hasn't been I, a coach for like 20 years and no, for sure. and he's and people still talk about him so much it is yeah weird yeah no it's the legacy isn't it yeah it's lovely yeah that's brilliant thank you very much indeed it's lovely lovely to talk to you and i wish you all the every success and i hope it goes well this week thank you i hope the trip goes well thanks so much for your time